He is the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, as heard many times on the Ira Kaufman podcast. The great Sean Sullivan is here now with his new podcast, Best in Class, presented by Bill Curry Ford. You love diving into all things NFL draft, but what about after the draft? That's what this weekly podcast is about, and a little bit of Buccaneers talk too. Keeping up with the rookies and second-year guys around the NFL, how they are playing, how they're being used, and much more. Here he is, Sean Sullivan. Hi, everyone. This is Sean Sullivan coming to you from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with the Best in Class podcast. I am back. I, uh, I was on a uh, business trip, and then I had to take three days to research the uh, no names that caught balls in the bucks this week. You guys have no idea how much time I put in research to find some of these uh, Amazon drivers and, you know, uh, future insurance salesmen that are dominating our Bucks uh, defensive backs. But I regress, right? So uh, Grace is here with me. She's telling me I have to read this thing. So I had to write this down, guys, because I am terrible at this stuff. So obviously follow us, Bill Curry Tampa. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Instagram me, Facebook. And then Grace uh, told me that we are the top trending sports podcast. This is no joke. The top trending sports podcast in South Korea. And I thought, well, it's better than North Korea, right? So, I mean, I'm number one somewhere. If I'm not number one at home, but I'm number one in South Korea. So a shout out to all the Koreans in, in Southern Korea that is listening to me. Congratulations on being Bucks fans or football fans. I love you guys. Maybe one day I'll visit, and then I'll be like a, a like a like one of those 15-minute celebrities, you know, walking around Korea. Um, anyway, um, that's a real thing, guys. I uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Oh, Grace said I have to thank everybody for the reviews. Uh, I'm getting a ton of reviews. I got, and then because I was late with my podcast, I had all these people going, "Oh, what's going on with the podcast?" So. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's really great. Uh, come down and, and see um, Bill Curry Ford. Where the construction starting, guys. It's a, it's a mess, but uh, I have construction sales going on. Because I have to still sell cars in the midst of all this rubble, you know, the deals are fantastic. Come down and order your new Lightning, your new Bronco, your new Bronco Sport, your new Mach-E, the new Maverick, which is uh, we're getting amazing traction on. Or just come down and see me and talk football, and, and, uh, and I'll, I'll sell you something and I'll help you with anything you guys need, parts, service, body shop. Don't forget, we have a gold-class body shop, one of the top-ranked body shops in the Tampa Bay area. We have the largest wholesale parts business in the southeastern United States. If you need a part, uh, Bill Curry Ford is your place. Um, and then plus, we have the Toys for Tots drive that's going on right now. And then we did a food drive. Uh, we had our Thanksgiving uh, Employee Appreciation Day, which is also fun. So we got a lot of great stuff going on. And then, of course, in December, we do a ton for the Tampa community. We are very thankful. Uh, 61 years in Tampa. The Curry family is a fantastic organization to work for. Uh, we have three stores, Bill Curry, Ford, Matthews Curry, Ford, and Inglewood Ford. Uh, so we're very proud of that. All right. Let's get into the Bucks talk. As again, I did some research here. So, again, it took a long time. I apologize for the delay. So we lost uh, to a 2-6 and six Washington football uh, team, 29-19. Uh, to 19. You guys have probably heard all the stuff all week about the game, but I'm going to take a different approach to this. One, we are a Super Bowl winning team. We are going to get the best of every player every week, and it just we have not adjusted to the fact that the Trevor Simeons and the, and the um, 
Taylor Heineke's are going to play their best games of their career against us. First of all, we're getting all the ratings as the Super Bowl champion, as the Bucks with Tom Brady. So if you're trying to showcase yourself for a new contract or, or to stay on a team, you do it against the Bucks. And we've, we've never been in this position before. We, there are no games you can sleepwalk in, and there's no games that you can lay down for. And everybody heard Bruce Arians' comments about how his team wasn't ready to play. They had a great week of practice. All so It's not la, 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 la. It's all junk. It's all, it's all crap. We, we got outcoached. Um, we got outplayed. When players are coming out and saying silly things like, well, we, we, were, we were prepared, but, you know, we, we need to play harder. Well, I don't even know what that means. You get a paycheck, guy. You better play good every time. I can't come into work and tell my boss, hey, you know what? I, I want to be the best uh, today, but, you know, I just don't feel it. So we're just not going to sell cars or, or service cars or sell parts today. Just because I don't feel like it. I'm not really into the mood today. You know, that doesn't work in a real job, guys. So NFL players, if you're listening, this is not a real job. You play a game for a living, okay? You play a game. Show up for your games. Drink a Red Bull, for goodness sakes. I don't know what they do. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Get some monsters before you play. I don't know. Whatever you got to do, get up for the game. You know why? Because you get a paycheck. And that paycheck is more than most people make it in a lifetime there's no excuse not to show up for a football game, but let's break it down. First of all, our first-round draft pick, Joe Tryon, out of Washington. Uh, imagine that. He played 22 snaps and got a sack in a quarterback pressure. You know, I've talked about this a million times. He's our best pure pass rusher. He needs to be on the field. He's not our best defensive end, but he can rush the passer. If you're worried about the run, J uh, JPP's got one arm. With that torn rotator cuff, the guy, if he was here right now, I would hug him. That's how much I love JPP. So no, don't send me any emails at best in class at Bill Curry and tell me that I don't love JPP. I love the guy. He shouldn't be playing, okay? He should be resting. And you know he's going to have a big game this week against the Giants because that's his old team, whatever he's going to do. But that doesn't change the fact that he's getting too many snaps right now. Joe Tryon, get him on the field. The guy can play. Uh, he needs the reps. He needs to get better at playing the run but he can obviously rush the passer. Jalen Darden, our fourth-round pick out of North Texas. I'm sure you guys saw in like the, the second play of the game, um, he decided to not catch a ball and throw it up in the air. That's an interesting concept. Most people who do this for a living kind of like want to grab the ball and tuck it and, uh, and not throw it up in the air. That would probably be a good idea. So we get off to the O.J. Um, Howard false start in the first play, and then we throw a, a ball that hits a receiver in the hands and decides to throw up the ball. I don't know. Maybe if I'm doing a game plan, I'm throwing to Mike Evans or Chris Godwin um, out of the gate. I'm, I'm not going to go, you know what, you don't have any catches. Let's just try to put you in the game. That's not how I would start the game. Uh, I would kind of ease into it with my stars. You know, you, you, you had a running back in Leonard Fournette that was over 4.3 yards a carry that was running the ball hard. I don't know why you guys aren't paying attention to that. You know, he was checked down Charlie all, all, all game. We, we, we know these conversations. You guys have heard it all week. I'm not even getting into it. So let's talk about Antonio Gibson. I heard that the Washington Redskins ran the ball on the Buccaneers. Let me give you some stats. Antonio Gibson carried the ball uh, 24 times for 64 yards at 2.7 uh, yards per carry. Okay? At 2.7 yards per carry, you can keep rushing the ball, Washington. That's terrible. That wasn't the difference in the game. So Terry McLaurin, the third-round picket of Ohio State in this game, had a, had a uh, five-catch, 60-yard game, no touchdowns. So he really wasn't the difference maker in this game. So let's go over some of these um, future insurance salesmen or, or car salesmen. I'll hire you. 
Uh, obviously, you, you, you can. You, you, there's some good parts to you. Like I, I literally will hire you guys when you guys don't make it next year, but somehow you guys make it against my team. It drives me insane. It's drove me insane since 1976. We make these players th that stick around for a cup of coffee, and we make them look like pro bowlers. But let's talk about our. Let's talk about these no names versus our no names, right? DeAndre Carter, he caught three catches for 56 yards and a TD. He's an undrafted free agent out of the great school of Sacramento State. I don't even know that Sacramento State had a football team. Did you know that? I didn't. Grace didn't even know that. She, she's, a, she's an encyclopedia when it comes to colleges. She has no idea where Sacramento State had a football team. But the great Sacramento State, DeAndre Carter, three catches, 56 yards TD. We made him look like Amari Cooper. Ricky Seals-Jones caught three passes for 30 yards, tight end, undrafted player out of Texas A&M. So let me, just so you know, there, there are two receivers in this game that consistently had third down catches, consistently moved the chains, both undrafted players, one out of the great Sacramento State, one out of Texas A&M. Ricky Seals-Jones is at least a name. People realize he played basketball, um, that he's athletic, and that um, he's been an experiment at tight end for a while. Okay, let's get to the good stuff, right? John Bates. If, if anybody out there knows who John Bates is that studies the draft, I'd be super impressed because that's what I do. I study the draft up and down. I didn't know who this guy was. He was a fourth-round pick at a Boise State. John Bates had three catches, 25 yards. Dax Milne. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing the guy's uh, name right. First name Dax, last name M-I-L-N-E, right? This is a seventh-round pick at a BYU. He's like probably 29 years old because he played at BYU. Had two catches, 22 yards, both on third down. Cam Sims, right? Everybody who, who watches college football might know this guy because he played at Alabama. Undrafted guy, caught two balls for 10 yards. Undrafted at Alabama. Their eighth receiver in this game, Adam Humphreys, undrafted out of Clemson. He played for the Bucs. You guys know who he is. He had one catch for five yards. That catch sealed the game for the Washington Redskins. Taylor Heineke, the QB that threw to all these no-name guys, is an undrafted QB out of Old Dominion. So just... If you guys want to do a little check marks, right? So let's go. DeAndre Carter, undrafted. Ricky Seals-Jones, undrafted. Cam Sims, undrafted. Adam Humphreys, undrafted. The quarterback of the starting white, uh, of the Washington um, football team now, Taylor Heineke, undrafted out of Old Dominion. Old Dominion, that's an amazing school. I think it's in the SEC. I'm not sure. Maybe not. This is absolutely annoying. These guys are nobodies, Right? No, I'm, I'm sure they're wonderful people. This is not personal. This is just football talk. I'm sure they're great people in their own right. But football-wise, these people are nobodies. How on earth could DeAndre Carter, John Bates, Dax Milne, Cam Sims, and Adam Humphreys beat you? Like, it's embarrassing. This is not, this is not the Dallas Cowboys with C.D. Lamb and Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper. We're not talking about Jefferson uh, and Diggs. We're not, I mean, we're, we're, we're not talking, for goodness sakes, Julio Jones, Ira Kaufman, we talk about this all the time, Julio Jones um, used to, was the Bucks killer, right? I mean, that, at least he was a Hall of Fame wide receiver. These guys, I don't even know if they know where the Hall of Fame is. I don't know if they know what state it is. And if they did go to the Hall of Fame, they're going as a guest. They're not going as a player. They're going as a visitor, just like me. What are we doing, guys? But the Brady check down thing, I... I don't know what to say. I, I listen to, to several podcasts. As you guys know, I do a ton of research. I listen to Dave Moore break it down. I listen to, to Ian Beckles, which um, has a really fun podcast. I listen to these guys, and, I'm, and they're talking about, hey, 
We saw Mike Evans open on five to six plays. He wasn't throwing downfield. He was confused by by uh, the Washington uh, football teams. I, I don't believe any of that, guys. This is Tom Brady. This is the best that's ever played the game. He's not getting confused by the Washington football team's too high safety look. This is not Deion Sanders and Darrell Revis in their prime. And even if it was Darrell Revis and Deion Sanders, Brady's better than them. He can throw the ball into that crowd on the money, and, and I, I, I have no doubt that he can do this, right? He is the best that's ever played. So I don't think he got rattled with one quarterback hurry at the beginning of the game like some announcers I heard. I don't think for a second that he was checking the ball down because he was worried about Washington's two safeties. I don't think it for a second. There's something going on. It's either the play calling, the play plan, or, or, um, or Brady's arm is hurt. I can't possibly think it's any other thing. I, I just can't. I watch too much football. The, the, the guy... There's no way that Tom Brady's throwing down the field. And, and I listened to Steve on the, on the Ira Kaufman podcast, and he talked about the Hail Mary at the end of the half, and he was talking about why didn't we throw a Hail Mary at the end of the half. I don't know. You know, do we not throw it because, because he injured his thumb or his arm at the, at the beginning of this game? And, and should he have been in the game in the second half? I'm not quite sure. But I'm going to go with the offense, of course, turned the ball over twice. Uh, with the Jalen Darden issue. We threw another pick later. We did throw, Brady did throw two touchdowns. Uh, we ran the ball when we wanted to run the ball. But at the end of the day, the defense, we were in position to take the lead. The defense gave up, an, uh, what was it, a 111-play drive? I don't even know. Was, if the field is 100 yards, can they have a 100-yard play drive where they just get one yard every, every time? I don't know. You guys, you guys are the mathematicians figured out. But it sure seemed like it was... It was, it was a ridiculous amount of, of, of plays where they went one yard, two yards, then six yards, then went for it on fourth down, then they went for another third. I mean, come on. At some point, you got to have some pride in what you're doing. And, again, Antonio Gibson is a solid player in the NFL. Average. He's jag. He's just a guy. 2.7 yards a carry. T Terry McCorn. I've talked about this guy at Ohio State, third-round pick. This guy can play the game. He had very little impact in this game. DeAndre Carter, undrafted at Sacramento State. Ricky Seals-Jones, undrafted at Texas A&M. John Bates, Dax Milne, Cam Sims, Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys is like, I, I don't know, at the end of his career. He caught one pass for five yards. Taylor Heineke, a QB that has not played well all season, somehow is side-arming you know, Dan Marino-style passes to people I've never even heard of. I don't even know why they put numbers on these guys' jerseys. That's how long these guys are going to be in the NFL. They, don't, they shouldn't even have numbers. And, and we're sitting here losing to these guys. I'm, I'm frustrated with the level of play. I, I don't know what to say um, other than I broke this down because I wanted you guys to realize how bad it really is. And then they're going to come out Monday night. I have no doubt that they're going to come out Monday night and Brady's going to throw for five touchdowns or some silliness against the New York Giants. And everybody's going to say everything is fixed. This is not fixed. I don't care if we win Monday night. There's a problem here. And we need to figure out what it is, and we need to figure out what it is fast. Because we're 6-3. and three. We had a chance to be the number one seed. I want to be at home. I want to go to those playoff games. I, I didn't get to go to them last year, although Dr. Wink did offer to fly me to Green Bay and watch the Green Bay playoff game, and I was unable to do it. Dr. Wink, thank you so much for, for doing that. You're, you're an awesome Bucks fan and an awesome uh, friend of Joe Bucks fan. But... I want to be at home. I want to watch the playoffs at home. 
figure it out. You guys are the most talented team in the NFL. Maybe when we get Antonio Brown back, we haven't won a game without Antonio Brown. I didn't bring that up, but that's what's going on right now. But we got to get on to the next games because we're um, Grace is giving me the clock. So I've spent 14 minutes talking about the, the thing that I love the most besides my family and the whole world, and that's my Buccaneers. All right, Eagles, Broncos. Eagles won 30 to um, Broncos to 13. Uh, Jalen Hurts, second round pick out of Oklahoma. Completed 16 balls uh, for 178 yards, two TDs, ran the ball 13 times, 55 yards. Again, we've talked about Jalen Hurts. He's very efficient. I don't think he wins or loses the games. He's just not spectacular. He just does, does enough to be a, a guy that we're like, should we draft a guy or should we roll another year with Jalen? Eagles, you guys got a tough decision to make on there. Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, first-round draft pick out of Alabama, four catches, 66 yards, two TDs. The first rookie receiver to have two TDs in consecutive games. Of course, after I trade him in fantasy, uh, the guy goes and has four, two Ds, uh, four TDs in two games. So that's just, that's just the way it is. Teddy Bridgewater in this game, I'm not talking about him as a rookie, um, but he didn't play well. And, that's, and the, the Denver, for the first time all season, didn't have a running game. So there was no balance on Denver's offense. The Eagles dominated this team uh, defensively, so there's really not much to say other than that. When the Broncos don't run the ball, they're not going to be in the game. Packers, Seahawks. Packers won 17 to zero. Love to see the Seahawks uh, at zero points. Hate the Seahawks. Aaron Rodgers had no TD passes for the first time, I think, in his career in this game. Interesting stat. I just wrote it down. Um, A.J. Dillon out of Boston College. He's a second-round pick of the, of the Packers last year. Had 21 carries, 66 yards, two TDs. Also caught two passes for 62 yards. To me, it looks like A.J. Dillon has taken over uh, for Aaron Jones. It looks like he's getting more of the carries. We've talked about this Aaron Jones. He has an ankle injury or whatever. He sure didn't look like it on, on Sunday. Um, A.J. Dillon looks like he's just playing better, and he's getting more carries and playing time. So uh, keep an eye on A.J. Dillon. He's running hard, he's making plays, uh, tw uh, 66 yards on the ground, 62 yards on, uh, in the air. That's pretty good. Uh, Russell Wilson's first game back, he looked terrible. You know, give him a couple of games to get his game back underneath them. Hope the Seahawks lose every game they ever play. Couldn't be happier about the fact that they, they were shut out. Chiefs uh, on to the next game. Chiefs 41, Raiders 14. There's really there's no rookies in this game to really talk about. It was a very uneventful game for rookies. Patrick Mahomes had five TDs. The Raiders' uh, defense was just a dumpster fire in this game. I mean, uh, it has played well uh, pretty much all season. In this game, it just it just looked like there was no effort going on at all. Uh, it looks like Andy Reid outcoached whoever the Raiders or, or whoever is building game plans for the Raiders uh, should quit. Um, the Andy Reid made him look terrible. Or they should join Andy Reid's coaching staff and then and learn how to properly put a game plan together. But again, no rookies. Chiefs won 41 to, uh, to 14. Chiefs now take over first place again. Patrick threw five TDs. So there you go. Next game, Pats and the Browns. Pats won 45 to, the, to 7. This really wasn't much of a game. It was over at halftime. Uh, Mac Jones, the first-round draft pick out of Alabama. I've talked about him since the first week. If you guys listen to the Joe Bucks um, draft podcast, I talked about Mac Jones. I talked about him being the best quarterback. I talked about the, the 49ers should jump on him and, and take him. And, and, you know, of course, that didn't happen. He fell to 15, which I projected in my draft. I was actually correct that the Patriots were going to take him. I just said the 49ers should take him. 19 of 23, 198 yards, three TDs, first rookie QB to have three TDs uh, uh, for the Pats in a game. So that was an interesting play. He's, 
he's just playing very controlled, good football. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, the running back out of Oklahoma, fourth-round pick, 20 carries, 100 yards, two TDs. We talked about this guy. Um, he had a tremendous preseason. It looks like he's starting to take carries away from the other running backs. It looks like he's in, involved in the passing game. So congratulations. He just looks he just looks a, a lot like the running back of the Jacksonville Jaguars to me. The name is escaping me. I'll think about it in a second. But um, he's very, he runs very low to the ground. Um, he, has, he has great acceleration. He can break tackles. On to the next game. Uh, again, Pats win 45-7. There's nobody on the Browns to talk about. All of their rookies did not perform, so there's nobody noticeable in this game. The Vikings 27, the Chargers 20. Uh, I love this game. It was a great game to watch. Justin Herbert, the QB out of Oregon, the first-round draft pick, 20 of 34, 195 yards and a TD. I will tell you that the biggest drop-off in this game was not the Vikings' defense. Mike Williams has not looked correct. He has an ankle injury or a knee injury or a calf injury. You try If you guys can figure out how the NFL gets away with never telling you what the injuries are, never disclosing them properly, and their four-tiered system of, of BS that they give you, of probable, questionable – uh, maybe, uh, whatever. Th- th- that whole system is garbage. I can never figure out what the hell is going on. But Mike Williams has not looked healthy, and I tell you, it has drastically affected uh, Justin's um, numbers. Uh, in this game, he never looked comfortable. Dalvin Cook, um, you know, the Chargers have the 32nd-ranked defense against the run. Dalvin Cook ran all over him. Uh, it's, it's very um, hard for a football team to get physically handled the line and then just have first down to first down from a running back. It's, it's got to be uh, demoralizing and very difficult uh, to handle. But the Vikings are on an uptick. Um, the Chargers need to get healthy, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, next game, Carolina 34, Cardinals 10. This was a big win for the Bucs. We really needed the Cardinals to lose. Don't care about Carolina winning. Uh, I, don't, I don't fear them overall. McCaffrey was back to McCaffrey, 13 carries, 95 yards. Uh, Cam... Newton, um, the, um, the laptop stealer from Florida. If you guys don't know that story, look it up. It's hilarious. That's why, he doesn't, that's why he ended up playing at Auburn. Had a couple of TDs late. It looks like they're grooming him to come back. So that's awesome because I, we haven't played uh, the Carolina Panthers yet. So when we play them twice, maybe we can hit Cam Newton repeatedly in that game. So that's going to be kind of fun to watch. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, the fourth-round pick out of Oklahoma. Uh, running back 9 of 27 for a TD, so is a backup role. As I said before, when McCaffrey comes back, they, they have a really good um, backup in Chuba Hubbard. So congratulations to him. Uh, Colt McCoy in this game for Arizona. We talked about him and, and how he could win. I don't understand how you win with Colt McCoy as your quarterback. He only completed 11 passes in this game for a, in a pick. So that's why Arizona got crushed in that game. On to the next game, Tennessee. And New Orleans, Tennessee won 23-21 to, to over New Orleans. Uh, there's no players to discuss uh, as far as rookies in either game, and I wouldn't discuss New Orleans even if they had superstars because uh, I, I absolutely hate New Orleans. Uh, again, uh, Sean Payton, I don't follow me on anything. I don't want you following me. One day I will, we will meet. Tennessee in this game was just way more physical against a physical team in New Orleans, so I felt like that Tennessee just made plays in the end, and they, it, you know, the running game has not looked good, but Tennessee's defense, man, it's good. And this 21 points is misleading because New Orleans didn't score that until the fourth quarter. You know, they didn't, they put 10 points on the fourth quarter because the game was really not close for most of the game. Um, New Orleans has lost two games in a row with Trevor Simeon as their quarterback. 
uh, since they beat the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, they have uh, uh, sucked. So just like I said in that podcast, there's no excuse for losing to him, uh, and these other two teams have not. Next game, Colts 23, Jaguars 17. Um, What a terrible game uh, to watch. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, the first-round draft pick out of Clemson, the can't-miss product, he completed uh, 16 of 35. Uh, passes for 162 yards. He rushed five times for 33 yards. Again, no touchdowns, didn't come close to the red zone. When he was in the red zone, he threw a pick. Um, he just he just looks terrible in this offense. Uh, Urban Meyer should be fired. I think, I think I've talked about that since week one, that, that, that he is just in over his head. That team looks terrible. They had a surprise win against the Bills, but I think that was just a trap game. Uh, going on to the Colts, who won, Quiddy Pay, the first-round uh, pick defensive end out of Michigan, um, had a sack and a tackle for loss, so congratulations on him. It looks like I, 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 we've talked about him, I think, in week four, about his pass rushing. Uh, it seems to be getting better and better every week. The Colts' defense just played extremely well in this game, carried the game. Obviously, the, the running attack for the Colts just ran over the Jags, and that's pretty much what put the game away. Uh, the next game is the Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a tie. It's a 16-16. I don't know. Do you ever know in the offseason of football, I would say three months into the offseason, real football fans are bored out of their mind. You're like, you just want football back, and you would take any anything, any kind of game to watch. I mean, for goodness sakes, I watched the Hall of Fame preseason game, which is the first game of the season, because I'm so excited. Even if I got one quarter of good football, uh, I would watch it. Um, the Lions and the Pittsburgh game, this is why uh, I'm talking about it, I would not watch. I would not watch it in the middle of the season, in the off season. If it was the first game of the season, I'm skipping it. My goodness, what a terrible game. If two teams, it were, if two teams that wanted to give the game away, all the way, and then they go into overtime, and then they just try to give the balls away. They're like, oh, I'm going to snap it over my head. Oh, I'm just going to drop the ball on the ground. Oh, hey, maybe I should run out of bounds because, uh, you know, we're, we're, we have no timeouts. But, no, they run down the middle of the field. It, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this game other than it's, it's, it was just – this is what you should play in college football. Like, if I was a coach, I'd play this game and say, don't do any of these things. Nothing that they do I want you doing. Do everything different because – these people are terrible. DeAndre Smith, uh, Swift, the first-round uh, running back out of Georgia, 33 carries, 130 yards. He's a uh, calling him a star on the Lions is, is a, it's really tough to say. He, the, the kid's a really great player. I have nothing but respect for DeAndre Swift, but man, are you in a tough situation in that with that team? Amon St. Brown at USC, the wide receiver, fourth-round pick. I've talked about him since week one. I told you that. He's pretty much all the Lions have. He caught four balls for 61 yards. I told you he'd be golf's favorite target. I was correct. He is. Uh, Mason Rudolph was the quarterback uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The only thing I wrote down in my notes about this game was <laughs> they, they threw the ball 50 times with Mason Rudolph. 50 times with Mason Rudolph. I, I, I mean, if that's a game plan, they should burn it. Uh, what, a, what a terrible way to win a game or lose a game. Najee Harris, the first-round draft pick at Alabama, uh, had rushed the ball 26 yards, 100, um, 26 times, 105 yards. Um, the guy plays hard. He, you know, he's going to be a perennial Pro Bowler for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's a tie, so you guys all both go home losers. 
Next game, Miami and the Ravens. Miami uh, won 22 to, to 10 over the Ravens. I, I, when I watched the game, I thought it was uh, a miss. I was like, there's no way the Ravens are gonna, not going to come back in this game. And then it got later and later in the game. It's kind of like the Bucks redskins You're like, okay, we had the Mike Evans touchdown. We're going to come back. We're going to come back and win this game. And then we're going to talk about it on Monday, about how we didn't play very well, but we still won. That's what the Miami game felt like. It's like at some point the Ravens are such a better team they're going to come back. They just never did. Uh, two of the first-round draft pick at Alabama completed eight passes uh, in the game for 158 yards. I mean, uh, I, he, I mean that's that's what he that's what he, Jacoby Brissett passed for 100 yards. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Um, the the vaulted uh, quarterbacks at Miami uh, won 22 to 10. Jalen Waddell, the first-round draft pick at Alabama from out of Miami, had four catches, 61 yards. He had the fastest time at the 40 uh, with the 4.21. Uh, this kid is a, is a star. I talked about him. I said that he's a great draft pick. But Miami stole Javon Holland, the safety um, out of Oregon, in the second round. This guy had another sack and four tackles and a tackle for loss. Javon Holland is also their returner. If you guys didn't see him return the ball, this guy is a bona fide star. He's He's got to be up there for – I mean, Mika Parsons is going to run away with every award, but Javon Holland deserves people to know his name. This is a real player, and he's going to be good for a long time. Um, Rashad Bateman um, for the Ravens, I've told you that he's going to be their number one target. He is, six catches, 80 yards. He was the first-round draft pick out of Minnesota. Uh, the Ravens couldn't run the ball in this game. They actually cut Le'Veon Bell. Um, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. And you know the Ravens' offense is built on running. So, again, Miami won 22 uh, to the Ravens' 10. So it's just weird. Uh, Buffalo and the Jets, this, this score um, is pretty – I mean, I, I think you probably could guess this score, 45 to 17. Josh Allen uh, dominated. He was the first-round draft pick out of Wyoming, 21-28, 366, and two TDs. Um, there's really not much to talk about. Um, for the Bills, they dominated on both sides of the ball. They dominated the line of scrimmage. The Jets couldn't stop the run. Uh, Michael Carter, the fourth-round draft pick out of North Carolina for the Jets. Another solid game. 16 carries, 39 yards, and a TD. Caught the ball well. I think he's, they found somebody in him. Elijah Moore, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, their second-round pick, had four catches, 43 yards, and then ran the ball three times, 44 yards, and a TD in like an end-around. Elijah Moore is a... Um, a very good starter in this league. I think he's going to be good for a long time. So they, between uh, Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round, Michael Carter, and Elijah Moore, they, they, they really did find three players that are contributing on their team. So that's positive. And of course, I'm not talking about Zach Wilson, who was their number one pick. He hasn't really not contributed to anything uh, yet. So I hope he can get it turned around. Uh, Mike White, the USF uh, um, quarterback, threw four interceptions in this game. It looks like they got tape on him and figured him out. Uh, next game, Cowboys uh, beat the Atlanta Falcons 43-3. This game was over in the second quarter. I think the second quarter of the game was so out of hand that I don't, I don't think they needed to play anymore. Uh, they could have just called this game at halftime. Uh, Kyle Pitts, the first-round draft pick out of Florida of the Atlanta Falcons, caught, caught four balls, 60 yards. He played very, very hard. Mika Parsons, the first-round draft pick out of Penn State, defensive end. I told you he's, he is defensive player of the year, not defensive rookie, defensive player. He is the best player on the field. He had six tackles, two for a loss, one sack. The guy's average, you know, he's getting a sack every game. He's getting tackles for losses every game. He's been unblockable. Um, he's just a, a force back there. Trayvon Diggs, the defensive back out of Alabama, was their first-round draft pick yesterday, or <laughs> yesterday, the year before. 
um, had another interception. He had three pass defense. Um, I think he leads the league in interceptions. I think he's the best corner in the league. The Cowboys are just stacked with talent. So, uh, Bucks, I, I, I think, you know, we talk about the Rams and we talk about the Cardinals, but I, I think we really need to be paying attention to the Cowboys. I think that they're the real deal this year. Uh, last game on the docket, 49ers, 31, Rams, 10. Loved it. We needed the Rams to lose. I love the fact that the Rams signed Odell Beckham. I know there was a bunch of Buck fans that wanted him signed. I don't know why you guys would want this guy. He got cut on a playoff team. He was traded <laughs> from the Giants, who were, you know, who, who were a playoff team. Uh, th- this guy is a terrible locker room guy. What I, I wrote my notes here. Forcing the ball to Odell twice resulted in two interceptions for Matt Stafford. So they've been playing Cooper Cup all year. This Cooper Cup is the leading receiver in the NFL. They didn't throw the ball to him. They tried to force the ball to Odell, and then uh, the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan were ready for him. Two picks. Van Jefferson, the wide receiver out of Florida, caught, um, caught three balls for 40, uh, 54 yards. We talked about Van Jefferson becoming a bigger uh, third-down target for the Rams. Um, but the Rams physically got dominated by Boza and this 49ers defense. The 49ers defense is finally healthy. And, you know, it's kind of like the Bucks. We haven't been healthy all year. We'll see what happens when we're healthy. But the 49ers sure put it together. Elijah Mitchell running back out of uh, their sixth-round pick out of Louisiana, 27 carries, 91 yards. I told you this guy's a star. We've been talking about it. Uh, and and Dick, um, Dick Vitale, if you're, you know, when you're, wherever you are, you're out there. This is a diaper dandy. That's for you. This guy, Elijah Mitchell, love this guy. Six pick out of Louisiana. Solid physical runner. And the, and the Rams just got dominated in the line of scrimmage. All right. So that concludes um, a week 11 in the NFL. Uh, you guys got my buck stuff. Um, I'm going to be um, uh, very excited to watch this weekend's games. We've got Monday Night Football on Monday night against the Giants. I think we, we rebound nicely in this game. I think the Bucks got embarrassed by the Washington game. Uh, please follow us at, uh, at Bill Curry Tampa. All that stuff I read at the beginning, I don't even know what all that stuff is. A shout-out to South Korea. I am the number one sports podcast, so uh, awesome, guys. I'm shooting for North Korea next. That's my next thing. If I'm number one in North Korea, I know I've made it. Thank you for the South Florida. Grace told me my numbers are big in South Florida. I, I don't know anybody in South Florida, but thank you for listening to the podcast. I love it. Uh, thank you to the Curry family. And the, and the Curry Cares Foundation, thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast. Shout out to my best friends at Joe Bucks fan, Lee, Steve, and Ira. Love you guys. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your ride home.